millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is a new world order, and I am Zane C. Weber, Chancellor of the fictional nation of Zane Australia. Here with my colleagues. We are colleagues, not enemies. Well, we're working together towards a common goal, despite we'll our differences. We'll see. Zane Australia is suspicious of both both Seb Merica and Andrew Polio at the moment. Neither of us are a cobblepot. We have no affiliation with any cobblepots. Yeah. That is true. You seem to know an awful lot about cobblepots, though. <laughs> and if you're joining us for the first time, we are here to talk about our nations on nationstates.net and around the table are... Your people's champion, the Seb American badass, Sebastian of the United States of Seb America. So you've had Seb American dream... Nightmare, paradox, paradox, and now strongman. Is that what no, you said? Badass, oh, badass. I'm going to let you know as well. Next week's also starts with the Submerican something. <laughs> good. I'm I kind of like happy. badass. Yeah, it's good. It's it's very in the Submerican character and style. To, to call be- yourself a badass with absolutely <laughs> no evidence. That's yep. exactly right. It's the Undertaker. He was the American badass for a period where he stopped being a dead man and started being a biker. <sighs> Again, it has to be a wrestling. Well, they're reference. all wrestling things. <laughs> Everything's a work. Nothing and is finally. original in Seb America. <laughs> I am, of course, Andrew Schossler, the most supreme, magnificent overlord of everything you ever saw in the great confederacy of Andropolia. And we are in the midst of a global terrorist plot. They're everywhere. And or nowhere. Who knows? We don't even know where <laughs> they are. So we have one more publicly released episode of dealing with this terrorist plot. This threat before we release our final episode dealing with it to our patrons. And then the gypsy curse strikes again. If we resolve it. If we resolved it. If I've we, already resolved it, guys. If the nation we will resolve doesn't it. implode, which <laughs> the Australia probably won't. Andropolia, 50-50. Come on. The parts of Andropolia have been imploded since the very beginning. <laughs> <laughs> Can I go first? I'm sure. I've got. I'm. I'm feeling ill, but I have energy right now, and I might not have it in ten minutes. Well, quick run. Oh God, my issue is called delivering the goods. Success. After months of hard work, the police have busted a contraband smuggling operation of incredible size with several warehouses of a variety of illegal goods broken open and ringleaders arrested. As all are cheering the police for their fine work, the question of what should actually be done with all this contraband is raised. What's Ah. that? I stopped a a smuggling operation. (laughs) Wow. Nothing's getting into Seb America. Were they smuggling 
meteorites from outer space, <laughs> Semerica. I guess we'll have to look into that when we debate what we're dealing with. But I who also stopped crime from happening during this time? Me? No, I know you don't know. I just did. Oh, something has happened. Be Could, proud. Let oh, him be proud. I'm so very good. proud. My cops found them. My five cops busted this. They are either the worst terrorists ever, or I have like the I have five fucking Sherlock Holmes working for me. No, you hire them from Zane Australia. No, we wouldn't do that. We wouldn't outsource our police. If no, I, that, that's uh, that's our foreign aid. That's the foreign aid. Considerable firepower on display here, says SWAT team leader Mamiko Serling. If I were you. I want to know which dissident group of these guns were intended. Uh, yeah, to which of these dissident groups these guns were intended. Put the confiscated firearms in the armory of the police and the military and give us the all clear to find the terrorists and deal with them with extreme force. Whoa. I call it Operation Ironic Takedown. Whoa. Sure, you're going to... Are you sure I actually had the word terrorist in it? I'm winning. <laughs> if you choose that one, which is like totally against US American no, values. How is that against my values? It's just let everyone do whatever they want, buddies, unless they're hurting someone else. They are, the terrorists are hurting someone else, and that's the point. Yeah, but the more police you get, point of order, <laughs> if everybody is allowed to do anything they like in America. As long as they're not hurting anyone, yes. How does contraband exist? Oh. The very idea of contraband that something would be Forbidden. You have presented I, the people's champion, with a logic paradox that I cannot escape. <laughs> Could be people. You gotta be careful, you'll crash my judicial system with those questions. I think I think at the heart of this, that's a cobblepot trying to sneak in some Patriot Act shit. He's just saying use the weapons and then go after them. He's not saying yeah, we're not changing use the law. any excuse that you currently have in order to lock down the population. No, there's they, it literally, the only thing he's asking permission for is to use the weapons that they found. Everything else That's is normal. That's where it starts, Seb. It's starting with nothing. And then you get slippery requisition orders. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Zane does love a slippery slope argument. I believe that canon is that a thing? I like, no, I like pointing out how terrible slope argument. <laughs> Option two. This is something of a haul, but these aren't trade goods anymore. They're evidence, says Judiciary's Director Severus Bannon. Oh, Bannon. The goods should be stored as such till the legal process is complete. Then they should be carefully destroyed with clear accounting trail to ensure ethical practice. Yeah, you would say that not in war times, but these <laughs> are war times. There's no war. I know, but no, but I'm at war against these meteorite-throwing terrorists. Okay, so you're starting a war on terror. <laughs> we all know how well that goes. Just, just at home, my home front. I'm from like it's a civil war. No, it's a civil war. Wait, that doesn't work. There are no flowers lining that path, Seb. Sure. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, third of four options. Ooh, so. I make it almost a billion big dollars in goods here, ponders your treasury minister, staring unethically, staring at an unethically sourced blood diamond. How about we sell this stuff as official plunder? The revenue boost, uh, boost would be great for this year's budget deficit. Tax cuts are good, right? This stuff is now, and is ours now, after all. So wait, it's illegal for private citizens to but I profit from it, this yeah. stuff, but the government can? That I agree makes with, no sense. I agree with you. Please be reasonable. Number four. <laughs> you know, I can't think help but think that a lot of this contraband wouldn't be illegal in a more liberal country, observes one of the smugglers from the chair that your men have tied him to. You ever consider changing your laws to allow some free trade and personal freedom, maybe? Like if you could personally free me, that would be great too. 
Now, Seb. That's American. Yeah. But terrorists. It, it, but terrorists. But if you don't elect that, you're also letting the terrorists win by compromising your principles. It's true. If the terrorists find our nation agreeable with what they believe. Yeah, but they, they don't. Have, That's the point. But I'm saying if what he's asked for here is me to Seb America up my Seb America <laughs> to make it more agreeable with him, yeah. which isn't, he's not to asking make it a more lot. like the ideal Seb America. Yeah. Which and means, like in the, theory, they would have no problem with us. The limping, right? limping dog of Submerica is. is <laughs> no, no, you moment. mean the green Hulk dog of Submerica? Well, <laughs> in theory, that legislation should already exist. It should already be yeah. in practice. It should. That's why I was like, he's really just asking, hey, do that thing you've done every other time yeah. and we will have no reason to have problems with so, you because we agree with you. If yeah. you don't elect that, you will be being dishonest. It's true. So, so what you're telling the terrorists is like, you don't actually have a problem with us, just... Come give us a hug, buddy. Yep. So this, the, the choices are between one and four for me. One that quite literally in a time of international <laughs> terror crisis is like, hey, maybe we should get rid of these terrorists. Somehow. With their guns. With their guns. So instead of taking my police, going at them with their, you know, little, I can say revolvers because we live in the Wild terrorists, West. The terrorists, though, are an unknown enemy. Yep. That you don't know who they are. They infiltrate... Uh, uh, c- civilian life so seamlessly that you literally have to make everybody a suspect in order to to hunt them down. Mm. This is tough, guys. Do I kill? I think it's so tough. It, well, it's very a- tough. Well, no. Well, okay. So the aim here is to show an effective stance against these terrorists, and I have one option that's quite literally taking a militaristic stance against them within the within the um the. Uh, my nation itself. Turning, turning Submerica into a police state is not it's going to- not turning, It's literally just saying, hey, instead of taking that normal pistol you have, take the AK-47 that we took. That, it's just giving them different guns. Yeah, that's one all it is. little crack, Seb. One little but crack. But that's not what it's doing. <clears throat> through Seb, which- through which Australia, <laughs> why do you think police officers are armed with tasers instead of AK-47s? I figure that's easier to use. It's actually because <laughs> fewer people are going to die accidentally if you use a taser than if you use an AK-47. Being in Changi Airport in Singapore, their police literally walk around with submachine guns. It's yeah. weird, but it's just a thing that we don't do here, but other civilized nations you, do it. If you discharge a taser or even a pistol, even a semi-automatic pistol, you're going to kill fewer people than if you use an AK-47, which is why... <laughs> Armies use AK-47s and police in relatively peaceful surrounds use the less spray the room, kill everyone Actually, on the street. Just just as an interesting fun factoid... Um, uh, big big caliber uh, guns like that, uh, machine guns, are actually quite ineffective um, in in terms of uh, taking the enemy down. They're very good at laying suppressing fire to keep mm. to keep your enemies kind of you know, not not aiming at you, but as far as hitting targets, they are actually pretty awful. The big power of having a a, 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 a big weapon, a big assault rifle on your uh, on on your guards is the fear factor that they. Um, that they kind of uh, uh, imbue and the ability to spray. No. So, uh, spraying is also yeah. is also a, a fine way to keep people <laughs> down to deter them from doing anything. But as far as actual deaths, you probably wouldn't have as many as you as you're as, as you're suggesting. I, Still dangerous, though. I will point out the actual phrasing of that first option. So it's suggested by a SWAT team member 
but they do say to put the confiscated firearms in the armory of the police and the military. Okay. So it's coming from someone from the SWAT, which they do use bigger that's, guns than pistols, fine, and the fine. military. Let's play it out. What happens the next time there's a raid, right? Yep. Will it be legitimately because somebody has contraband or will it be because the police have seen that they have toys that they would like and now they're concocting a way to, to, get to do a raid because they have a precedent that they can use those, the, those tools now? Yep. Just got to call them. They've called call them terrorists. This you is can do whatever you want. With this them. is opening the door to corruption. It's opening the door to a police state. Seb, don't this do it. option doesn't don't do actually it. make that happen. This is the once again. Like, <laughs> no, but <laughs> nation states mine. So um, that or I just say we we'll go with the well. These things technically shouldn't be illegal anyway because unless you're shooting someone with them, the gun is fine. <laughs> Well, no. So they're talking about blood diamonds. It's unethically. No, our stuff. blood diamonds was someone else. This that, is... was, that was the bottom one. Oh, there was no. There was the, yeah. the third one. Yeah. So this is the um, last one, which is. But he's actually named some of the contraband that you've got, which is a blood diamond, <laughs> which is diamonds that are mined by slaves. Yeah, overseas. hard hard pass on that one. Realistically, option two of. This should all be evidence. You feel like evidence is pretty good. Um, That's also a very reasonable option. Yeah. I'm, I mean, if it's stuff that, like, if it is contraband and you think that your nation has the right stance on what is contraband and what isn't, then, yeah, what you would do is stuff that is contraband, you would use it as evidence to persecute whatever you, you want and then destroy it. I'm, I'm, I am leaning towards one only because it literally sets out the target of dealing with terrorists. Yeah. Unless anyone wants to lay a veto point. I'm not vetoing it. anyone. I'm, in, I'm, I'm enjoying this, Any other this day, grave digging. This would have been option four. Of, <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> da, 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 How like. cheap you are to buy off, Seb. Just a few assault rifles and a box of grenades. <laughs> and you'll sign away breaking, any freedom that they desire. Breaking news. Seb America explodes. Cops with assault weaponry are forcing their way into private homes in search for terrorists. Crackdown <laughs> happening, guys. <laughs> never been safer. If, yeah, only if you don't own a private home, I guess. <laughs> um, Seb America got the crisp morning uh, banner. It's it's a lovely picture. Is that of because beach. everybody wakes up to the sound of police sirens at 4.30 now? Very awake. <laughs> uh, trending issues. Government shuts down troublemakers. Family groups applaud return to decency. Newspapers shed staff. Dissident speaking uh, speaker missing. Presumed impaled. <laughs> yep. That's new. Oh, that's I a, was that's re- a great American way. I <laughs> was reclassified, which um, I've, I've literally jumped between these two since we started, but I went from a civil rights love fest to a New York Times democracy. So give it a month and I'll be back to there again. It doesn't really matter. Okay. Would it shock you to know that my authoritarianism went up 4%? No, wow. absolutely not. My tur- Only 4%. <laughs> I know. But my tourism went up three, my averageness went up two, and my ignorance, social conservatism, and gambling all went up 1%. Interesting is crime actually went up 0.3%. More but my, guns, more crime. But my integrity went up. All right, so as for the downs, mm. yeah. Charmlessness went down 13%. Black market down 9%. And ideological radicality down three percent, and then it just patters off into the points. Ooh. Yeah, give give police guns and the ability to raid homes at random, like that'll get rid of your black market. Yeah, just as good. a side effect. 
What has Submerica become? Oh, police the state. land of the free. Absolutely huh? not a police state. The cops don't have any extra Do power. They just step along the long road to a police state. <laughs> when I take more than one step, we or can down, talk about it. Say, right. Down the slippery slope to the police oh, state. Oh, piss off, you jerks. I have, this is, we've never been safer. Which is a lot because we're the safest nation here. We don't have zombie viruses breaking out randomly and um, you whatever have you've had. got going on. But well, we didn't start it, Zane. We know who did that. Yeah, the gypsy. Mm. Or the, the albino. The, the gypsy brought it to our attention, Zane. Mm. That's right. They sure did. Zane with research uh, labs. So, Zane Australia so far has bought the kindness of uh, le- lesser, I guess, <clears throat> lesser fruitful I a, nations. I have, a, I have a quick summary here. Oh, wonderful. Would, from, from, from my perspective, of course. So, it may not be quite as oh, rosy absolutely. as you remember. Zane forgives some foreign debt. I did in yep. episode one to get information on who was getting me. So mm. Zane rolled over to smaller, scary foreign nation yeah, because and, they were different. And I in think. doing so, directly funded terrorists. No, or indirectly. No. So, or- so what was happening is a foreign power was acting through a through through a smaller nation, and instead of going in and plundering them, I forgave their debt so that they would then be on my side in the international terror plot. Nah. That was that was I I could either go in and take the wealth or I could forgive the debt. The point is, is they took Zane Australia for a ride, except and you and it you led s- to the arrest of Cobblepot. <laughs> no, that was the week after. Exactly right. Mm. Well, this is true. When you started monitoring a GPS monitoring uh, mm-hmm. all all vehicle movements. Yes, and that's when I arrested Cobblepot because I, <laughs> I I found I found his treacherous ways. <laughs> And then I rebuilt all of my government buildings with laser cannons. You certainly did. And force fields. Took away all that nasty asbestos filled carbon monoxide harboring marble I'm, buildings. Right, right. <laughs> I listened to that one today. I thought you went the um I thought you went the just in the government buildings. Yeah, just the government buildings. No, no, as in like you only put the monoxide alarms in the government buildings. I thought you didn't go for the rebuilds. No, he No, did. I did. I, I thought that was a joke at the end when you were yelling, no. three-stage authentication, I'll take no. your blood. I thought that was just you being exaggerating and you took no, the safe that's option. That's the one I went. Oh. You were both going, oh, no, why Why wouldn't you do that? I was like, yeah, I know. Good. I, I will. <laughs> I will do that. Good. Cannons and force fields now. <laughs> uh, so with the terrorists currently subdued, we are faced with a problem. Oh, dear. Of circus clowns causing chaos. Oh, goodness me. <laughs> Now you might some think, might say that they're the terrorists. No, they're well, the real terrorists. Some do <laughs> say that they are terrorists, and they're not terrorists because they're just circus clowns. But rather than finding them funny, a recent survey shows that most children are actually afraid of clowns, and the public is demanding that I do something <laughs> to stop these terrifying menaces. Ooh, terrifying! <laughs> terrifying. This so, is a stretch, but I love it. <laughs> option number one. Well. I will say, in the zombie uh, issue that came up, we had a re-education about albinos. No, no, I'm happy for this to happen. <laughs> I was like, it's a stretch, but I really like the way the way you're tackling this. Yeah. So this is not a complaint. Kill them, kill them all. <laughs> well, you know, just ban them. Says noted sociologist Jiang Urquhart. Better yet, why not ban all circuses from Zane Australia? Think about it. They're distracting children from what's important in life, namely doing well in school, doing a job, contributing to the economy. That's what's important here. I am terrified for you because normally bandit is the extreme 
final option we receive, <laughs> not the welcome to the party option. And that's the opening bid. Yeah, so I mean, like that, that's <laughs> yeah. how we start. We, we start extreme. We started with kill them, kill them all. Oh well, From you the know, sociologist. <laughs> <clears throat> Banning clowns is a little extreme, if you ask me, inputs my Minister for Culture, Nocifo Cockburn. I think what we need to do is educate children about what clowns actually do, tell them that they aren't scary and that what they do is actually beneficial. After all, happy kids are less likely to go down the path of crime, which means spending less and and, and more can go into the police and funds diverted from somewhere else important, uh, you know, like my department. Let's not do that. <laughs> And option number three, he's not always about the kids, mumbles a red-nosed man in the corner. Think of us clowns. We have to put up with the kids screaming and shouting and hurling things at us. How would you feel if you were dressed up like a fool and paraded around in front of 80 rows? The government needs to create a program to treat us clowns for depression. You know, you don't know what it's like. You weren't there. Those are my three options. <laughs> it's just those three? It's just those three. <laughs> I kind of feel bad for the clown at the end, <laughs> but Zane nobody's, should, nobody's Zane. making him be be a clown. Maybe it's the true. economy no, is. <laughs> no, Zane Australia, If you don't have a job, you get supported anyway. Maybe it's just because Zane read him in such a sad voice. Like he could have. <laughs> can you reread that one for me in like a goofy clown voice? It's not always about the kids. You see, I don't feel bad anymore. Mumbles the voice. Yes, okay. Um, I'm not going to veto the last option, but I no longer feel a thing for them. <laughs> My, Kill them all. My immediate thought is that if children are genuinely terrified of these clowns, it's possible that, that they know something. That some of the terrorists may have carried through into adulthood their irrational fear of clowns, and so you should institute a program to weaponize them. Weaponize <laughs> the clowns. I um, strongly sen- agree with this. <laughs> I know that's not an option. That's my immediate. I guess the closest would be number two. (laughs) (laughs) Of just to fund the education. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That way way you get the clowns moving through the populace, filtering through, and anybody who has a bad reaction to it can immediately be pinged as some sort of uh, clown hating, you know, race hating. Can you elucidate for me? why it's terrorists specifically that carry this phobia through to adulthood. No, 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 no. Just that there will be some members of terrorist gangs that will that will be triggered right. by the by the by the terrorist gang. Mm-hmm. By implementing this program mm-hmm. of saying that clowns are okay and you have to like clowns and if you don't like clowns you're a you're a you're a clown hater and you have to be shuttered away to this re education program. In doing so you will get some of the terrorists in there. Remember and- how when when Andrew Polia does an, an education initiative, it's just like, oh look, it's just some signs on some bins. When Zane Stralia is faced <laughs> with with like an education program, it's a re-education camp that kids are put into <laughs> until they love clowns and everything that clowns do and wish to be clowns when they're older. Look, Zane, unless they're terrorists. I don't I don't know what you foreigners do for kicks. <laughs> I'm just thinking out I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. 
Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Loud here. Um, I, I, I guess of these three options, the most logical one is option number two. Because I don't think clowns, as <laughs> as a uh, as an occupation, are all terrorists or something to be <laughs> feared as being terrorists. So I think an education about who is good and yeah. who is bad and what to watch out for, what you should kind of be afraid of, like people uh, like leaving bags places, okay. or if okay. like there you see surreptitious weapons trading or stuff like that 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 kind of education thing is probably the most logical and then like if clowns are actually having a problem and if it is is ubiquitous then maybe the third would be but i i there's no there's no evidence that that's ubiquitous i would argue that it's the third option to institute special programs to treat them for depression is the most in character decision for Zane Australia. No, hear me out though. That's the most humane decision, but we're not dealing with humans. We're dealing with clowns. <laughs> also, the re- that would be Zane Australian if there was any data saying that all clowns were other than this one depressed clown. Well, I mean, you you could say that he's a spokesperson for the the clowns union or or, or whatever. Well, he just he's just a red nosed man in the corner. He could just be drunk. <laughs> so, wait, which option are you leaning towards? Two. I'm leaning towards two because of terrorists. What can you refresh me? So uh, banning clowns is a little extreme if you ask me. We need to educate children about what clowns actually do. So in terms of terrorists, if they've, they've heard all this terror talk and they think that clowns are terrorists, what we're doing is we're directing them to what actual terrorist activity could look like. And right. it's kind of like be alert and aware rather than... Right, flush out the clownophobes. Yeah. Do it. I mean... I mean, technically, option one is correct with or without terrorists. Kill them, kill them all. Well, no, just ban them. It's, it's they, they they admit they're exaggerating and they right. the Are ban. there any vetoes being thrown at me? You're gonna have the no, nation full of clowns. All right. <laughs> Students are wary of colorfully decorated new teachers with names like Professor Pipsqueak. <laughs> Parents compete for homes in top school zones. Demonstration ends in reasonable discussion and handshakes. Ooh. This is what we like when we're dealing with terrorists. Yeah, everyone <laughs> go shake hands and stand in one place. That's exactly <laughs> what we like with yeah, terrorists. Shake hands with the terrorists so that they're not shooting us anymore. Or calling down meteorites from space, <laughs> said America. Listen, yeah, I guess that's a bad thing. <laughs> Tourism industry braces for influx and plague of locusts discovered to be just fog. Uh, public education up 1.7, culture up 1.3, intelligence up 0.5, tourism up, scientific advancement up, pacifism up between 0.16 and 1.2. Big downs are law enforcement down 50% because Whoa. we're all so reasonable. Uh, <laughs> youth rebelliousness, oh, there you go, youth rebelliousness also down 50%. So that's like... I guess where we don't have to monitor. Okay, our youth so anymore. you stopped having to having to enforce having, law on the youth. Well, I guess I hate to say it, but that's actually quite a positive in, yeah. in terms of terrorist uh, crime down point seven six, yeah. and safety uh, down point zero one, obesity down point zero one. That's nothing. Yeah, yeah. that's that's it. So that, I think that's positive. Up for education, culture, and intelligence, so and scientific advancement and pacifism, all Zane Australian things. Ugh. Rebelliousness and law enforcement down, both Zane Australian things. 
I'll bask in your own glory. I shall, thank you. While shit is going down in Andropolia. <laughs> oh no, what's happening in Andropolia? The terrorists are getting vocal. Oh, so are we, we going to shoot them? <laughs> Nicholas Condor, a prominent Bigtopian activist and soapbox orator, caused quite a stir last week when he publicly called for the complete extermination of the people of Andropolia, wow. accusing fellow citizens of being subhuman, immoral, and really ugly too. Citizens Against Intolerance, a pressure group aiming to reduce social inequality, has demanded that the government put more resources into combating hate speech. Coincidentally, another society, also called Citizens Against Intolerance, has stood up for Mr Condor, claiming that inhibiting his speeches would be a violation of his right to free speech. Mmm. Mmm. Tricky. (laughs) Rock in a hard place, much. I can't believe we're having this debate, says Larry Hayes, who was present at the infamous speech. Doesn't it worry you that a man who would obviously be happier if we all died horrible, painful deaths is allowed to walk around in public? Let him continue and he'll cause a riot. Free speech is supposed to protect people, but talking about genocide and killing, well, that doesn't help anyone. It breaks society. It drives us apart. Hate speech is a very serious crime. Most supreme magnificent overlord, you just can't ignore it. Mm. Free speech isn't there to protect people. It's there to protect people from being able to express their ideas. Correct. Especially when those ideas are insane. Yeah. You have a you. They have to be able to say it so that you know what they're thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly right. Yeah. It's not there to make people comfortable. It's there to make sure that everybody can 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 say what's on the inside. And what better way to flush out. Uh, terrorists and let know, them say whatever they want. Not not only terrorists, but but people who are who, dissidents. You know, no dissidents is insurgents. The right. oh, all right, we're going down this path, are we? <laughs> I certainly am because you <laughs> talk about re-education camps in Australia. Yeah, again, that's you, you, you foreigners are all weird, and we're all rational here in in Andropolia. Slash no, Iraq. What 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 better way to test bad ideas than in the public sphere? Yep, absolutely. Yeah. If they survive there, that means they're good. If they don't, and you get ridiculed, good. You should get ridiculed for having bad good ideas. Slash popular. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so probably not the first one. <laughs> Words by themselves can't hurt anyone. Counters Rosalia Palpatine. Never read a Harry Potter book. Sorry. No, neither have I. Mm. No, as in like they've never read one. Oh. Words can hurt. Spells work that way. Yeah, but spells aren't real, Seb. Maybe not in your shitty nations. <laughs> <laughs> spells, are, <laughs> spells are canon in Seb America. Also, right. gypsy curses. Come on. This is uh, a stretch. Yeah, good. <laughs> Words by themselves can't hurt anyone, counters Rosalia Palpatine, a free speech advocate. We don't need to be protected from hearing different opinions, for goodness sake. Oh, what a boring place this world would be if we all had the same thoughts. You can't punish people for disagreeing with you. That's crazy. I hate my mother-in-law, but if I told her so, and then she tried to stab me with a kitchen knife, and then the problem is obviously hers, not mine. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. In the midst of terrorists being around, the, 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 big, the big no-no that terrorists do is hurt people, actually yeah. hurt people, not with you know, thought crimes. No, they communicate with not violence. With, yeah, not with uh, microaggressions, actual a- aggressions. Um. So banning banning hate speech in order to counter terrorists, uh, sorry, banning banning free speech in order to counter terrorists would be unproductive. Correct. It would count, counterintuitive, really. 
and you know it, it creates a legacy that that we all have to deal with after we resolve these terrorists that is uh, very very disruptive to mm. to 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 a free society third one i agree to an extent ventures agnes venkman your minister for domestic security but insulting one person is not the same as insulting an entire social grouping the wrong word in the wrong place and you will have violence in the streets that's the reality we live in whether we like it or not if we want to make any real difference then we need to nudge cultural values in the right direction with government awareness programs and the like educate the masses laying down a reactionary law will just fuel resentment in the long run sure full support for that one mm. who decides what cultural values are right seb the leader that's I the leader's job is to, what, to lead the no. people what right? authority does he what moral authority does he have other than the ones that he claims for himself what actual you stand for election and people have i mean maybe don't you and your nation but everyone we stand for election in our nation where the people vote with right. their conscience for someone that they agree with, who agrees and thinks along the same line of thought that they are doing. When society elects you into that position, they're saying, as a bare minimum, 50% plus one of our society believes what no, you're portraying. No, 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 absolutely not. Well, well, you don't not? even need a majority to, to vote for you. Okay, in, in, in the example of Australia, you do not need a majority of the population to vote you in to uh, to have uh, yeah, what's, what's the word I'm looking for uh, to have to have dominance in yeah, the in, yeah. in, in in the houses of parliament, right? You do not need a, a popular majority. I mean, the concept of voting though is the majority will get their way. Yeah, but even then, when you're electing someone, you're electing them to be your representative, not to be your overlord. But also, no, I'm not saying overlord, but I'm saying that. By voting for them, the, the assumption is they are agreeing with this person to an extent. So let's just say there's 100 people and 51 are going to vote for you and 49 are going to vote for me. But they're not- In theory, we now have a majority of people that agree with the way you are presenting yourself and like your, your ideologies. So that's by nature of you being in power, you should, as who you are and who you've presented yourself to your people, you should in theory be carrying a lot of their ideologies. I will concede that yes, as as an elected leader, you should probably be uh, quite vocal in 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 what you think is is right. But to legislate it and to and to institute publicly funded courses on what is air quotes right to do okay. that's that's uh, immoral. It doesn't necessarily need to be what's right to do. It, Somebody it, is making the decision on what cultural yeah, values to, to, to say but is so, acceptable. But what the, the example that they're using is that if you say the wrong word in the wrong company, then there will be violence. So it can just be a matter of like there are a lot of big topians living in this neighbourhood. Yeah. If you go yeah. there and call them biggies, yeah. then you're going to incite violence. You're inciting violence by doing that. If you're in your own your own house you can say whatever you want freedom of speech but freedom of speech also will incite violence <laughs> in this particular situation it just could be like these are interpreted as hate words you don't get to hide behind that shroud you don't get to say i'm completely absolved of of any nasty shit i i, I do to someone because of something they said to me no, absolutely. If, if somebody, I mean, this, this that would just, definitely be punished for what they do. But it's more just teaching cause and effect, I think. And you don't need the government to do that. Uh, if you, you don't, don't want need, your prisons to be full, you should teach it so you can avoid these things happening. Like you don't oh. need government programs 
to to say to people, hey, don't be a cunt. I mean, it'd be nice though. It, <laughs> but like, I'd, I'd I'd love to see those ads. <laughs> but in saying that, like, when it's like you know, you say who's who's right is it to say what proper behaviour is and isn't? But when you bring it down to the base of don't be a jerk to someone, I know that that would never make it into any sort of legislation or anything. But there are things that we can all agree blanket. You know, you shouldn't do these things. It doesn't matter what country you're from, <laughs> how you were raised. You probably shouldn't yeah, yell then, racial course, slurs at different people. Elected officials in the LNP just throwing fag word about however they want. Like that's <laughs> that's the reality that we live in, and they're allowed to say that. And I, I, that's the thing. Like education doesn't necessarily mean the government saying this is right and this is wrong. Yep. But I think in Andropolia, that's that is not a line that they would cross. Well, this so is- if that in the example of the the party the party member, yep, saying fag in that case if they properly have been doing that and that is an accurate representation of the people that elected them, yeah. then they will enjoy many more elections to come. But if it turns out that their electorate doesn't agree with that and they realize that's the voice they've elected, it won't be the one that comes in next. So and it'll f- course correct every single time. Yeah. Poli- so Politicians though, they, their job is to be reelected. It's not, it's not their job to, to drive society. And All they care about is being re-elected. And if that's the case, then they should be very carefully making sure that they are speaking on behalf of the people and using their voice and not the wrong voice because they have to know that if they decide, today I'm feeling a little <laughs> bit against you know Chinese people, that no. if that's not the voice of the electorate that put them in there, it's not going to be the voice that returns them there either. No, but when it does turn that way... Right, they have every incentive to go with the population, not with what is right, not with any sort of yeah. consistency. Well, that's the thing. So, in America, their, their only incentive is, is to be reelected. It's just those three. So, in America, with um, the like the Muslim ban that Donald Trump has enacted, yeah, not travel really ban. a Muslim no, ban. No, sorry, no, the travel <laughs> ban. Sorry, um, <laughs> so, travel ban to majority Muslim countries. Yes, there's the one instituted by President Obama. So, He's put that in and it was one of the things that he touted during the election that he wanted to do. And no, I'm not saying every person that voted for him, that voted Republican was on board with that idea, mm-hmm. but we could safely say a majority of which did vote for him, voted for mm-hmm. him knowing that that was the plan. Yeah. He's doing that. And we have the case because they obviously with the popular vote versus the electoral college shenanigans that they have in the States. It's a, it's a, yeah, different that's system. a bit of a yeah. mess. That's yeah. a, that doesn't really, it, I mean, you get the concept ignoring that shenanigans that can happen in the States because it's ridiculous. Um, he's, in theory, carrying forward the message that they agree to. I disagree with that that particular message that he's in that and thing that he's enacted. You may agree, you may disagree. I don't, it doesn't matter. But even it, though- we, it, is, it, is, it, is, it is a complicated issue. It's not, it's, it, it's not as simple as, oh, I don't like people yeah. from Syria, so I'm not going to let them into yeah. America. But yeah. saying that I disagree with that, and even though I do technically- he won. He's speaking on behalf of the winning majority. Like I said, if you the electoral college shenanigans there, it just fucks it up. But the idea is, we don't have to agree with it for it to be good. It's still passed. It no, passed the litmus test of being voted in for it. He's occupying an office that comes with certain responsibilities and 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 certain powers, and and he's exercising them as as he sees fit, as he as he needs to mm. to to fulfil those responsibilities. In this case, in in my own case, I I fundamentally disagree with the idea that anybody can be nominated to direct society. I don't think society should be directed. You know, it will it will spontaneously organize and go in the direction that it does. It doesn't need somebody controlling it. In fact, if it if it does have somebody controlling it, you can bet it's not going to be the will of the people that gets that gets the final 
like they can the final push. They live in South America. I <laughs> used to manage a coffee store, and I can tell you from when I'm on shift with my staff for that eight to ten hours, the worst hour would always be my lunch break when right. I would come back, and it's like the ceiling wasn't on fire before I left, but now without any sense of direction, this coffee making society of ours has crumbled <laughs> so even in a small practice i can be like you know, sometimes there is a really good case for somebody with a ble- uh, very bland vision of running a coffee store <laughs> but you do need a direction to follow sometimes because sometimes society is just a bunch yeah. of 18 to 20 year old kids that fuck up Maybe, but at the same time, I'm sure there were rules and regulations implemented. And if they're not, whenever you add more regulations to the pile, they have to be very well calibrated to to match in with every other one. Sometimes, if you if you have quite a lot of them, you will miss regulations that conflict with one another. And somebody who who comes across a, a situation where they where they have to comply with all the regulations, but they're, they're saying you know, they've got one regulation that they have to adhere to that says completely the opposite of what the other one says. Mm. They are completely justified in just choosing one and saying, well, I followed this regulation. I didn't know about the other one or, yeah. or, or whatever. If you don't have them, right, if you don't have those regulations in the first place, they are welcome. They are free to figure out what's 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 best to do in that situation or even just to call up someone and say, hey, I don't know what to do here. I don't have any guidance and I don't know what to do. I don't want to make a mistake. Regulations... Mm cause a lot of problems because of the way that they're the way that they're written the way that they hamstring how uh, situations can be resolved but a leader could come in literally just as an interpreter of that though you have to be a clairvoyant to get it right in the first place and you're not going to be able to predict how every situation will go you can be very general and very vague all right. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. So One unless, more thing. There's, <laughs> uh, unless there's a veto, in, sorry, I, I did go off on a rant and I apologize for that. There is no veto. If there me. is no veto coming, then I will elect to uh, continually ratify free speech in Andropolia. That's we are, what Zane Australia would have done as well. Exactly right. Mm. We're not going to restrict it. We're not going to corral it. If people want to be hateful and... and uh, mm. You know, espouse violence, then they're welcome to, and they're also welcome to be to be arrested um, for any nasty shit that they pull. I'm all for free speech. There's just so many stupid people. I really wish there were like mandated etiquette classes of just that's so you know. The, this is how you could talk to people if you didn't want to be a cunt. But how, that's how the you're free to not do that. But, but just how so will you aw- find out that they're stupid people if they can't tell you? With wouldn't how they speak? Wouldn't it be lovely to speak to someone and not no. think they're an idiot off the bat? That is the price of they've freedom. They've been educated to some level. That is the price of freedom. Violently opinionated speakers can be heard preaching their hateful views on every street corner. Welcome to nation states. <laughs> City planners consider 14-sided roundabout. Dissident speaker missing, presumed impaled. Hey. See, both Sh- of you have had <laughs> impalings this week. I don't want to push had, you in either direction, say, but we've really. Had assumed impaling. Assumed impaling. <laughs> think it happened, but you're not sure. Yeah, if you're assuming anything in nation states, I think it's that impalings are happening. No, but like, if I went missing, why would you assume I was impaled? Maybe we found everything. We found your shirt with a giant <laughs> hole through it and both sides. Okay, but I could have just gone to the Possibly. Swiss cheese factory. Shoppers also trampled in search for bargains and civil rights activists. Now we're getting somewhere. In the uptrend, political freedoms are up 1.4% as are ideological radicality and intelligence. 
Civil rights and weaponization also up one percentage. Crime is up marginally at half a percent. As far as the downtrends are concerned, compassion is down 2%, as is pacifism. Authoritarianism down 3%, as is social conservatism. Well done. Corruption down 5%, and unfortunately, nicest, niceness down 11%. You know. Niceness Wait, won't. was your safety changed? Safety uh, three quarters of a percent down. Okay. So a also a marginal All right. change. So not, not great, but, you know, pretty good. Authoritarianism. What you would expect. Authoritarianism and corruption uh, going the right way. I will say. And also intelligence and political freedom going the right way. In times of an international terrorist plot, sometimes a little bit of authoritarianism can help. But No. <laughs> no. Okay. Speaking no. as the most authoritarian of us all, Andropoli, <laughs> I don't Not think you get it. Not by choice. <laughs> Those are the cards I was dealt and I've been fighting it ever since. <laughs> All right. Well, you can find us on Twitter. You can find us on Facebook. Um, if you want to hear the resolution of the international terror plot that has been plaguing all of our nations, you will have to become a patron at patreon.com forward slash New World Order podcast. And that is where we'll be uploading our fifth of every five podcasts where we resolve each overarching issue. Uh, so shout out to what is his name, Seb? Sam. Shout out to Sam, the new patron. We love love you, Sam. Sam. You're the best person in the world, Sam. As always, I have been Zane C. Weber, Chancellor of the National Council of Zane Australia, dwelling forever towards the future. I have been your people's champion, the Submerican badass, Sebastian of the United States of Submerica. The best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. And I have been Andrew Schossler, the most supreme, magnificent overlord of everything you ever saw in the great confederacy of Andropolia, imploring you all carte blanche sans plume. Till next time, gentlemen. Hi there, my name's Jessica Kate. And I'm Ellen Rose. And we're the hosts of Murder in the Land of Oz, a new Australian true crime podcast. Yes, we're starting off in Brisbane, our hometown, because relatable. Relatable. We're going to be coming to you every second Monday. So give us a listen, give us a like. And a subscribe. Come and join us on our journey where we explore the depths of true crime Australia. Oh, yeah. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.